Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of The Light. It's your girl, Favor, and it's a beautiful Monday morning. I know how everyone feels about Mondays, but sometimes they can actually be really great. So, you know, I hope you're having an amazing day and that you had an amazing Sunday as well, spending time in the presence of God with other unbe- with other believers. Um, so yeah, today I actually want to talk about something very different from what I usually speak about. I felt led to start this series on waiting and this is such a controversial area that it's like I just don't even know (laughs) where to go with it or what to say other than my own experience so um yeah we're just gonna get into it but I, I don't know I think I want that to be some kind of structure so today I actually want to talk about um expectations um I'm 22 years old so I have a lot of conversations with my mum um I've got an adopted mum and I've got my biological mum as well so I've got two mums which is great and um and I'm very very grateful for them and I love them and they're amazing and I have conversations with them where they advise me on the future and you know some of the mistakes that they made so that I don't also make those mistakes and just you know, what to do and how to go about finding or even what happens when you meet someone and you think this might be the person that God, you know, has planned for you or if you think that they're the perfect will of God for you. So like I said, I can only speak on my own experiences and the things that God has told me. And what I've, you know, obviously heard from my pastors and my shepherds. So, yeah. But before we get into like the really, really, really nitty gritty, um, let's just go through some basics. I am single. Um, I haven't ever really been in a proper relationship. I've been in situationships. (laughs) But not ever like a proper, proper relationship where it's like, okay, cool. This is my boyfriend and I'm his girlfriend. Um, I've never had one of those. I would say that, um, I'm, um, well, from my analysis and the Holy Spirit's analysis with me on my previous relationships, I would say that there's always two things that has happened. A is that someone has liked me and even though I've not necessarily liked them because they liked me, I ended up liking them. And then I just ended up doing a bunch of useless things that I shouldn't have done. Or I like a guy and then I just, through virtue of spending a lot of time with them, we just end up, well, developing feelings for each other more. And then I end up doing stupid things again that I shouldn't have done. Um, So those are usually the two situations that have happened over time. Um, And there's times that I've had conversations with God about like my previous issues (laughs) um and areas where it's like why did this happen why has why 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 and I can't lie to you God is the best therapist because there's times I go to say something to me about an experience or about something that I did or about why I acted in a certain way and I'll be like 
mind explosion because even I didn't know why I acted like that. And even I didn't know that I did those things for those reasons. Um, but let me give you a prime example. Um, obviously, all things have passed away. But I remember when I was in these situationships, um, I mean, I also want to stress because of the current climate with people in my generation these weren't all at the same time i feel like that's necessary to state that it wasn't all happening at the same time these were different time periods of different people um that there was a general um theme that ran throughout these relationships quote unquote and that was that if I felt like I wasn't getting enough attention or if I just really wanted to spend time with the person. Um, I mean, at the time, I was also having a lot of health issues as well. So, like, I, I re- had really, really, really bad migraines and, like, um, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I would always tell them so that they would come spend time with me, like, whenever I was not feeling well. Um, and it wasn't necessary because it's like, I actually could have just dealt with it myself, but it was like, okay, cool. If I wanted to spend time with you and I knew that you were busy, I would just tell you that I wasn't feeling well. I mean, I wasn't lying because I actually wasn't feeling well, but to an extent that is witchcraft because you're actually controlling someone. Um, and I remember like I was having a conversation with God one day and we were talking about, and I was like, I wonder why, like, I always do that. And I like, I was making a decision that like, because for the last two years, I'm so sorry if my if I'm just going around in um, different narratives and different circles. It's because I'm just trying to speak and be honest. Um, and like I said, I was having a conversation with God one day and I was like, I wonder like why? And I, I, just, I was just talking to him about like whatever future relationship he has planned for me. I'm determined. Like he was even telling me like it's OK to be yourself. And I don't know if a lot of girls feel this way. That if you're your true self and if, first of all, you may not even know how to just be you. That was something that I struggled with for the longest time when I was around people was just to be myself. Um, and it took a long while for me to figure that out and what that looked like. Um, but that was just a decision that I was just speaking to God about and just saying, whatever it is that you have for me in the future there's one thing that I just want to be and I just want to be myself because as girls we sometimes do this thing where it's like when you like someone or you think someone like you likes you you start to act different subconsciously and you say things that you don't mean and you don't I remember one time this boy I was talking to he told me this is when I was younger by the way he told me he liked anime and <laughs> And I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> but I really, really, really don't like anime. And I don't know why I said it. So like I would force myself to try and watch some of the shows that he liked. Just so, oh gosh. Anyway, that isn't the past. God is wiped that clean. But looking back, it makes me laugh. Because it's like, what were you thinking? You know you don't like this thing. So why have you said that you do? And I was just like, yeah, I'll give it a shot, you know can't be that bad but not saying there's anything wrong with anime for anybody that watches anime it's just there's some really good ones it's just not my thing um there are some really good ones because i know my brother was watched them and i watched one with him one day but yeah the point was that 
that wasn't something that I was genuinely interested in. But I said it because I know that he liked it. So anyway, side note. Um, and I was having this discussion with God one day and I was just thinking about it. I was like, yep, whatever you have for me for the future, the one thing that I want to be is myself. And I don't mean that myself in like a, oh, this is me, I can't change. But like me, like me on the inside, me who is a bit nerdy and me who's a bit like I have my own weird sense of humor and me who just loves reading me who always doesn't like to go outside me who loves my own company me who loves just putting on some candles and having a bath and just spending time with God me who is sometimes emotional me who is sometimes sad me who is sometimes like thinking about the weirdest things not in an inappropriate way but you know just myself myself in all its dimensions the brokenness the hurt everything you know the things that God has taken me through just me the things I like the things I don't like the Disney the Marvel everything that makes me me um I want to be that myself you know and to have someone love me for me not because of an image that I've put up because images only last for so long you can put up an image until the guy marries you but eventually it will start to slip and there's only so long you can prepare for you can you can pretend for you know so I was just speaking to God about this one day and I was like um yeah that's just one thing that I really want and like I don't want to have to tell you oh this is what I'm going through so that you can feel bad and spend time with me and whatnot and God said to me, and I'll never forget, it was so shocking because I literally fell off my bed. I, I kid you not, I fell off my bed and I stood there and I sat there for like 20 minutes with my mind blown and just analysing my entire life. And God said to me so clearly, you do that because you don't believe that if they were given the choice, they would spend, they would choose to spend time with you. And I was like, what? And it made so much sense to me that it's like, how did I never notice this before? Um, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it just, it made so much sense to me because deep down, I, I was scared that if they were given the choice to spend time with me or do something else, I was, I didn't think that they would choose me. So I'd rather just make a way where it's like, you kind of have to spend time with me, like not have to, but you know what I mean? So yeah, I feel like that leads on to the first point. Very nice. Like I said, I can only, I just PSA because I don't want anyone to take my words and, you know, but honestly, I'm just being so honest and I don't know if this will help anyone, but it it's just something that God has worked on me. The first thing that I would say is you need to, speak to God and you need to heal from your past experiences you do I'm so sorry you do um you just really do it's so necessary because you don't a lot of our behavior we don't think too much about because it's normal to us but if you look at it from an external perspective you realize that a lot of things that we do are actually very very toxic and they're very very um 
maybe they can be manipulative or maybe you just have a lot of insecurities or maybe you have a lot of fears when it comes to relationships maybe someone's cheated on you in the past and without realizing it you're sort of expecting the next person to do the same maybe you have trust issues because of i don't know something that like for example me i didn't realize how much i had trust issues because i i have been abused in the past um by someone who was supposed to be a father figure to me. So I didn't realize how much fear I had around and, and insecurity I had surrounding my body until God like literally sat me down and he just, yeah. And, and, and I made the decision to, okay, God, what are the areas that I need to work on? And what are some of the things that I, you know, I don't think about, but are important, you know? And the last year or two, year and a half, I would say, God has really been speaking to me about relationships and not because, um, not because it's like, oh, I'm going to meet my husband tomorrow, but just because whenever it happens, two years from now, five years from now, six years, whenever it happens, I want my heart to be a good ground for someone to be around and for someone to sow into so and I, and I think the more God reveals to me things about myself and and the areas I need to work on, the more it improves my relationship with him. Um, so, yeah, and I feel like that's something as well that I need to say is that don't be so rigid in the way that you spend time with God that you don't leave room for him to do what he wants, because sometimes that's what we do. We get into these routines. It's like, OK, cool. I wake up in the morning. I open my Bible. Maybe I've got a devotional. I read the devotional. I, I read the verse. I read the passage. I pray for a few minutes, listen to some worship music, some mavericks, some upper room, some elevation, whatever it is that you listen to. I don't, I don't even know what, yeah, I just know what I listen to, um, whatever it is that you listen to, um, and then you get up, you get ready, you go wherever it is that you're going, or you go on your phone, and you go on social media, whatever it is, you can get into this routine, even in the way that we spend time with God, that we forget to leave room for what he wants to do, so sometimes I just come to God, and I'm like, what do you want to talk about today, like, what is it that you want to speak to me about? This is a specific topic that I'm thinking about, but I don't really, you know, I don't really know why. And can you help me? Like, what, what, is, what is it that you want to speak to me and minister to me about? What area of my heart needs light, you know? So we have to leave room for God to move and not to be so rigid that we don't, in, and become so used to routine the holy spirit i'm so sorry but the holy spirit is so creative and so funny <laughs> and so loving and so kind and so everything i don't even know the words to describe the holy spirit and what it's like to be with jesus and god and just be in his presence you know so let's not put him in a box if if I was, I think the perfect example for me was, was the other day. I was watching a a, a preaching message of Kenneth Hagen, um, and he'd come to preach. Bearing in mind, he'd come to preach. He has his notes, um, and as he they would just finished the praise and worship, and you know he was about to get on stage, and as he got on the stage, and he just prayed, the spirit, the Holy Spirit, just there was this 
over this overflow of joy, the spread of joy and laughter. And people in the audience just started laughing and and dancing and and it went on for a good, I wanna say 40 minutes. <laughs> and he was stood there with his notes, but he was he understood the way the Holy Spirit worked because he didn't get angry. He didn't say, oh, I mean, my message is here. Everybody stop laughing. Everybody shut up. Um, yeah, I need to preach and minister this great word that I've planned. He understood that the Holy Spirit was moving in a different way to the way that he, maybe he had planned. And so he reconstructed, he even said it himself in the message. He reconstructed the whole service just because he saw that this was the direction that the Holy Spirit was moving in. That the Holy Spirit wanted to break chains and heal people and deliver people and, and save people through this way just that joy and happiness and laughter in the room so i say all of that to say don't be so rigid when you're spending time with god that you fail to see if he's trying to bring up something else um so yeah that all speaks to the first point of you need to deal with some of the things that you don't want to deal with and you don't want to think about and you don't want to talk about um like i said i'm someone who's been through um an abusive situation, not a relationship, but when I was younger, I went through a situation with someone who was supposed to be a father figure to me and, and they ended up abusing me and, 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 and it's something that I had to deal with. I, ha- I still have to deal with it till today, but just letting God minister to those wounds and heal those hurts. Those, there's no reason why your heart should be like a minefield for whoever comes next into your life. You know, they're afraid to step on certain areas and afraid to do certain things for fear that you will just explode. You know, let God break away some of that hardness. And 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 like the Bible says, he will take away the heart of stone and he will give us a heart of flesh, a heart that bleeds, a heart that cries, a heart. There's no reason why you shouldn't have emotions. There's two, obviously, there's two ends of the spectrum. <laughs> There's being overly emotional and everything triggers you. And then there's nothing. You don't cry. You don't get sad. You don't get angry. Like you just no emotions all the time. And it's, there's a middle ground, you know? So that's the first thing. The second thing, the main thing that I wanted to talk about is expectation. Um, yeah, this is one that God has just really been shaking me up about like an earthquake. I was speaking to my mom the other day and she said that, and it's something that my pastor has said, my bishop has said, everybody has said this. If you don't listen to Bishop Dag Heward Mills, by the way, you should. He's amazing. Um, has said this. Don't don't um put too much weight on expectation and don't raise your expectation so high that no one can cross it and i'm not saying don't have um don't have i'm not saying don't have what's the word a standard and and you just let anything like you just let anyone do anything but i'm saying don't set your expectation so high that it's like it's unattainable and rather, don't have too many expectations so that the person can supersede it rather than always falling short, if that makes sense. Um, my mum said to me, don't have too many expectations. Just take one day at a time. 
And I think that is so profound. And she also said to me as well, um, what you see before the marriage is what you see after. And my bishop always says this as well. My pastor always says this as well, that what you see is what, wait, what you saw is what you see. And what you see, you've probably already seen in the past. What you see now, you saw before. Um, my mom said that, my mom said the same thing to me. She said to me, all of the issues that I had in marriage, I can't say that I didn't see the red flags before but I just ignored them and I thought they would get better. She said to me, I cannot say that I didn't see them. I cannot, like looking back, I cannot say that I didn't see them. And um, that's his own, I feel like that's the third point. But the second point was expectations. If you're like me and you read a lot and you love rom-coms and you watch K-dramas and you read romantic books, Bear in mind, there's a difference between romantic books and you basically reading pornography on pages. Yeah, God has to deliver you from that because he had to deliver me from that. There's a difference. Please, yeah, don't say because you don't watch porn, it's not as bad. You're just reading. Yeah, no, it's but I think it's even worse, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, be careful what you read. Um, if you're like me and you read a lot and you love all things romantic, I have bad news. I, you, without realizing it, you have constructed in your brain some high towers, some high, high levels of expectations that I, I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, and you're going to need to bring them down. And, and I say all of this, I don't want anyone to, to misunderstand me. I'm not saying have zero expectations, but I'm saying let the Holy Spirit and let God give you the expectations that you have. Let it not be something that you just grabbed from a book that you read or grabbed from a movie that you saw or grabbed from that TV show or grabbed from that K-drama that you watched or grabbed from the Instagram post that you saw. Let it be something that is Holy Spirit given. Whatever expectations that you have, like the Holy Spirit has told me certain things about my future and some of them are wildly different from what I had anticipated and and that's something that as well that you can do the Bible tells us in um Jeremiah 29 that God knows the plans that he has for you they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope a part of your future is who you end up with and who you do life with and i mean that in the sense of friendships and relationships and even obviously in the romantic way as well but your future includes everything and god like your education your career everything is included in your future that you're calling what you do with the ministry that god has given you that is all included in your future and God says that he knows the plans that he has for you to give you a future. There is the perfect will of God for your life. The perfect will of God for your life. And you have to take your time to seek what that will is concerning different areas, you know. And it's good to ask God some questions so that when you have something in front of you, you can remember what God has told you. You can compare it to his word so that you don't end up, you know, 
with a counterfeit. You don't end up with something that is not of God. Because, for example, some of the things that God has told me, if I, I, if I meet someone and, and they're not matching up with the things that God has told me, you know, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It's just not matching up with the things that God has told me, not the things that I've told myself or, my, or what my friends have told me, the things that God has told me, you know. And that's why it's so important to have a personal conviction, a personal conviction, a personal belief in God that you can hear the voice of God for yourself. Um, my pastor was talking yesterday about the waves of emotions that come. And it's so hard to separate your feelings sometimes from the truth. And sometimes your feelings can cloud your senses to where you don't even, you don't even know what you're doing anymore. And, 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 and you're just, you find it hard because I've been there. It's in those moments where your ability to hear God's voice comes and it's so key, you know, so those are the three things i feel like in a world where in a generation where people are so consumed with oh he gives me the ick and i don't like when people do this and i don't da, 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 da. and it's like i i saw this thread and, and it's become such a popular thing about things that give opposite genders the ick um the ick is like a it's like a what turns you off basically or what puts you off a person um and the, some things, I guess, are reasonable, I guess, if you look at it from certain ang angles. But some of them are, are pretty, like, um, what's the word? They're pretty surface level. And it's like you, you can miss an op opportunity and you can miss something that God has put right in front of you because of such a superficial reason, you know? In a generation where... The devil is working hard, 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 hard to prevent anyone, to prevent marriage, first of all, to destroy marriages because he knows the power that is in them. He knows that that was God's original plan, you know, in a generation where the devil is working so hard to stop men and women from marrying each other, from stopping, from stopping the unity that happens between a man and a woman. And he's doing everything in his power to ruin a generation from doing that, from, from walking in, the, in their God-given destiny. You know, the amount of, of how normalized sex outside of marriage has become, how normalized it is to just marry anybody, how normalized it is to be unequally yoked with people, how normal it is to have children outside of marriage, how normal it is to... There's so many things. How normal it is to not even get married, to just live with people. How there's so many things and so many ways that the enemy is working. You know, how normal pornography has become to the point that you're so desensitized to norm, like normal human bodies that you have such a ridiculous expectations for how girls are supposed to look. Like these are all things and it's like, Things that are normal to the human body now start to disgust you because what you've seen and what you've been exposed to your whole life doesn't look like that. The people you've seen in movies and TV shows, the reality is most girls don't look like that. <laughs> and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, you know? So in a world where the enemy is fighting unity on every sense, in every level, 
be someone who chases after God first. Like the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. If you seek God's kingdom first, everything else will be added to you. And I feel like that's that's the danger that um, Christian girls fall into, is that we desire marriage and desire um, the love of a man so crazily that we forget to embrace the love of God. And we forget to walk in our calling and, and walk in the path that God has for us until we meet this guy. Whereas it's in that, that if God decides to bless you with a guy, and if God decides to give you someone at the right time that he has destined, it will happen when he has planned for it to happen. But in the meantime, get in your word. In the meantime, find a church and serve in the church. In the meantime, find a pastor, find a shepherd. In the meantime, outreach. In the meantime, tell people about the love of God. In the meantime, love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. Because if you think about it, this is the only time that you have to just be you. And I'm appreciating these years. I'm appreciating these months. This, However long it's going to be, I'm appreciating these moments of just myself. Because there will come a time when in the future, whenever it is, that I might have a husband and I might have children. And it will never just be me again. So I'm appreciating this time because it's, it's an amazing time. And I'm not just standing by waiting and looking at my clock like, oh, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? But I'm trying my best to live a life that makes God proud. Not that my actions and my acts and my, the things that I do makes him proud because he's already proud and he already loves me. I don't need to work for that. But just try my best to obey the things that he has told me to do, including this podcast. I did not want to do this and I'm trying my best because I keep making mistakes and I keep not uploading regularly. But like I said, that is all for today. You know, I feel like I've said everything that I wanted to say and I'm sorry if some of my points are not very succinct and I go off in tangents, but the main thing that I wanted to talk about was expectation. I feel like it's such um, an area where a lot of people don't think about, but we need to because it's such a big area. There's nothing wrong with expectation, but let it be God-given. Let it leave room for human mistakes and human errors and human flaws. Don't let your expectation be so high that you forget that human beings are human beings. He's never going to be perfect. And if you have your expectations so high, he will fall short to you in every way. And he'll never be able to match up to this image that you have. But if you let God give you your expectations, if you let God tell you his character before you meet him, if you let God tell you what to expect and what to look forward to and what to even look out for, the expectation of the righteous is never, is never cut off. So yeah. I love you guys and even if just one person is blessed by this I would feel um incredibly blessed incredibly incredibly blessed so yeah God loves you and and he is looking for a generation that will love him first 
whose desire is not just marriage, whose desire is not just, oh, who am I going to? It's a part, yes. An important part, yes. It's an important part, yes. But it's not the main thing. There's no marriage in heaven. It's not the main thing. And when it replaces God in our lives, when it becomes an idol in our lives, that's where we can really get into a lot of issues. The gift should never become more important than the giver. It is God that we serve and it's God that we seek first before anything else. So yeah. I think um, that will be all and I hope you have an amazing, amazing day and I hope you have an amazing, amazing year, (laughs) an amazing, amazing week and we're going to keep, I'm going to try to become more regular with the uploads, you know. I really like this series and I think I'm going to keep going on it. But again, like I said, it's my personal experience, my personal thoughts, my personal view. So yeah, love you guys. Bye.